0: Hello and welcome to The Coaching Corner, a podcast by RefCoach. We are Jack and Ale, and on this podcast, we provide short educational conversations about refereeing to help officials improve and enjoy the game they love. So in the last episode, we talked about refereeing your first match and we very quickly touched on today's topic, which is pre-match instructions and how to referee with club assistant referees. Something that all referees have gone through, Um, you know, it, it may become the case that you actually never referee with official assistants in your life. So getting used to refereeing with club assistants is something that's crucial and is a factor that can really make a game easier uh, and more enjoyable, or it can make a game really difficult and, and hard work. And Ally, I'm sure you've got many stories. I've got many stories about times when club assistants have made or, or broken a game.
1: Absolutely, it's one of the situations where you have to rely most, mostly every week, on different strangers that are not professionals, but that they're just to support their their kids or maybe their partners sometimes. Yep. So it it doesn't make our life any easier. Uh, sometimes you may be lucky and you get someone that is actually a referee. It yeah. happened to me once before here. Actually, I got um, a referee that was at a game because his father was coaching, so I had him on my line and it was perfect, you know. <laughs> but you don't get that that lucky that often, unfortunately. So let's let's take it from the start, Jack. What do you think is the best way to approach
0: club assistants? Like like with anything, Ali, it, it it's all about just being a human right you know you want to get these assistant referees or club assistant re- referees on your side you need them to help them so first of all forget the refereeing bit you just need to be nice to them as people be polite be friendly shake their hands or, or maybe not during COVID times pre-COVID times <laughs> shake their hands give and, them a fist bump <laughs> <laughs> fist bump them. yeah introduce yourself and um, remember that they're there to help you so you want them to like you and get them on side you know it's really important to, to ask them for their names and this sounds super basic, but remember their names. I got to the point where I would forget the names. So I used to write it down in my notebook because if something happens during the game where you need to talk to them and you can use their name, well, it sounds like a real conversation with a real person instead of just a referee versus somebody else. So it's just crucial to be that good human first and, and get them on side and get them to help you. And then the refereeing stuff will, will come second. But it's like anything in life, if, if these people like you, they're going to be way more likely to help you out in a situation where you need it. 100%.
1: A please and a thank you always go a long way. That's yeah. not just in refereeing, but everywhere. And and that's why, as you said, Jack, it's so important. Once they feel part of a team, they're going to be there for you and they're going to put an extra effort if you show them that you actually care about them. And yeah. they're not just doing it because they needed someone, you needed a number. That makes such a big difference. So it's really important to show them that you care and that you're actually appreciating and
0: you're thankful for the help, that it's always going to help. Absolutely. So we've done step one, which is, you know, introduce yourselves, get them on site as a human, just treat them like a person. You're a person, they're a person. What sort of things are we discussing with the Malay? You know, instructions, etc.
1: First of all, I would say, let's try, as we mentioned in the previous podcast, let's try to get them as early as possible so we allow ourselves time for these instructions so yeah. we don't have to rush and that's obviously going to help with the pre-match routine there are, i think the core concept is the instructions you're going to give change based on country for example in italy when i started refereeing a long time ago the club assistants they would sit on the halfway line just giving you ins and outs mm. that was it so you had to run for yourself for the offside for for fouls um, goal kicks corners everything In Australia, it's a bit different, same as in England, isn't it, Jack?
0: Yeah, so um, in the UK and in Australia, um, I think there's a bit more responsibility in general on the club assistants. Um, They're expected to give off sides, uh, and in turn, that means they're expected to keep in line or close enough in line to the second-last defender. So that does change your pretty much instructions. So, So everything we're talking about, you just adapt it to what your country requires, and every country is different, and maybe it changes through the age group. So these are very much just... Rough guidelines. Don't take them as strict. This is what you must do, or or have to do. Um, I think it's important to touch on something that will happen in, in, usually in adult football, um, but it does happen a lot in, in your Sunday league matches. Your your much lower leagues is that uh, the only people at the games are the players and the coaches. So there might not be anybody to run the line except a sub, um, and obviously substitutions are allowed to come on and off the pitch so that an assistant referee or club assistant referee might actually change as the match is going on. So you're not going to be able to build up that rapport or have that relationship with them. So for those sorts of situations, it it's much more important where you're in charge, you're the boss, and if they can help you, amazing, but have a quite a low level of expectation and, and probably think that you're going to need to take more responsibility during this game than in a game where if you have club assistant referees that you can give a proper pre-match to build up a relationship with, etc, etc. We've talked about how to build up a relationship with the assistant refs and what to do if the subs are running the line, but we need to talk about now what do we actually need to instruct our assistants? What do we need to tell them in that little chat we have them with the club assistance before the game. So as Ale mentioned, every country is different, but in every country, generally, one thing they will do is indicate ball in and out of play. So you're asking them, please raise your flag when the ball goes over the touchline or, or the goal line. Um, and if they know the direction to also please signal that. And, and that's very simple, that's very basic. Everybody can expect that. And the important thing for you to think about as a ref is if they put their flag up and they don't know the direction, that's okay. You're in charge, you make a decision. Then, depending on the country, they may, you may ask them to indicate offside. So it's important to tell them, please stay in line with the second-last defender as much as they can. And if they believe that an attacking player is in an offside position and has interfered with play, ask them to raise their flag. But it's important to mention to them that ultimately, they are just offering their opinion and you are in charge. So if they raise their flag and you believe the player hasn't interfered with play, then you might just give them a thumbs up, a big thank you, he hasn't interfered, we're going to keep playing, whatever it is, whatever the language is that you want to use. But it's important to tell them that before the game. And then thirdly, it's important to ask them or remind them that because you're the referee, you're going to be the one giving the fouls today. We don't want assistant referees waving their flag around for penalties or free kicks for for whichever team. Uh, That can create some really difficult situations. So just let them know. Don't worry about fouls today, just worry about balling out of play and also offside if that's what is normal in your country or federation.
1: Don't you love to see that? But I think the main thing to remember is that, first of all, when you talk to your assistants, it's not a good idea to get too deep into the details of the law. Yes, yeah, keep it they're real humans, basic. Keep it basic. Keep it very down to earth. Even use words that they know and understand that maybe you know they're not correct in law.
0: Yeah. But yeah.
1: explain it like anyone. Like you would explain it to your mates at a pub. Yeah. Because you need them to understand very quickly and you need to be effective and come through in a very small amount of time.
0: So that That's really good advice, Ale. Yeah. I really like that. That's and
1: cool. there's... Things that you can do to prepare for it. You can, again, get back to your match preparation. Think about what you're going to tell them, not on the day, but do it in the week leading up to the game. Do another checklist, you know, do it on your phone, put it on a notebook. And it, it will become second nature. Absolutely. But when you start, obviously, you can't remember everything. And you also evolve because the more you do it, the more you learn about how people understand what you're explaining and how they receive your messages. Yeah. So and sometimes you may even do it with the same people twice. Yeah. You know, if you're referring the same sort of areas. So you know that you can talk about different things at, some, at different stages. So it's very important to be prepared. I would suggest maybe use a notebook because if you are reading really yeah. off a phone when you're talking to someone <laughs> that comes across really rude but have it on a notebook and say it I have a checklist I'm just gonna make sure I'm just gonna make sure that I go through all of it so I don't forget anything important yeah And then remember as Jack mentioned, you are the referee you're there accountable. Big decisions are your decisions. Not as big decisions you can use the assistance yeah. obviously based on what the role is based on your country a penalty you decide you yeah. are the referee you are the ones who's gonna either be blamed or be glorified for that decision <laughs> so make sure that you are the one in charge of that yeah jack said it you'll see that the hero parents on the side they think the kids is the next uh, cristiano ronaldo or samantha Kay, and they just go flagging every time the kid goes down but truth is They're still not referees and they're not responsible. If they get it wrong, no one's going to complain about them.
0: Yeah. So we've given our instructions, Ale, and then halfway through the first half, a really keen and eager parent has started flagging a few fouls, which you've asked them in the pre-match instructions not to do. How do you deal with it?
1: Again, being polite, but honest, and telling them, look, this is not helping anyone. This is not helping me. I appreciate your enthusiasm. But remember what we decided, what we talked about before the game. If you haven't had the chance to talk to them before, maybe remind them, you know, this is what I want you to do. And that's when you sort of have to lower a little bit the expectations from them and tell them, you know, you just want the ins and outs, really, and some offside. Try and take charge of it more. If they continue, then eventually you may have to ask them to be subbed off if they become disruptive to the game. Because if every time something happens, they're, they're out there flagging like if they worked in an airport and then all of a sudden both teams are going mental because their team will be going like, hey ref, the assistant is saying that there's something. The other team will say, oh, it's only flagging because that parent wants an advantage for their team. Then it affects game management, which means you have to take control and say, look, I appreciate your help, but right now you're making more troubles than not.
0: I'm so, the one who's giving fouls. Exactly. Thank you. So,
1: and that could get awkward, obviously, but as referees, we're going to have plenty of awkward moments where we have to make decisions that are not always popular.
0: Yeah, I think it's important to have that conversation one-on-one with them as well. You know, if the game stops, go over and talk to them and have it as a quiet conversation. You don't need to be shouting that across the pitch because... You don't want it to become an us versus you with the assistant referee. Again, like we talked about at the start, you want to make them feel like part of the team. So you don't want to embarrass them. You don't like, as a referee, no one likes to be shouted at
1: from the other side of the pitch. So no one that has been a club assistant likes to be shouted at from the
0: other side of the pitch. Absolutely. So you've refereed the match. It's over. It's gone really well. The assistants did a great job. They indicated ball in and out of play, like you asked. They offered offside and. They didn't uh, offer their opinion on fouls because you're the referee. So it's really important to thank them and, and make them feel good uh, for a couple of reasons. One is that you want the club assistant referee to want to do it again because it makes referees' life a lot easier. And another reason is you don't know when you're going to see these assistants again. I remember when I was refereeing juniors, you go to the same club three, four times a season, so you might see these assistants again. So you wanted them to want to help you next time, not go, oh no, this person's back. I didn't enjoy running the line for them. So say thank you, shake their hand, make them feel good and make them want to see you again next time. Very well said, Jack. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to hear more, hit the subscribe button. For more referee education, join our Facebook group and become a RefCoach member for free at refcoach.org. If you like the work we do, you can support us by purchasing a RefCoach whistle to show that you are part of the RefCoach community when you're out on the pitch.